and we have some exciting guests. We do have exciting guests, don't we? Do you want to introduce them? Uh, yes, or would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, Evan? sure. Yeah. Uh, my name is Louise Bobink. I'm a comedian here for the Dunedin Fringe. Uh, my name is Lucy Noonan and I directed Ladylike, Louise's show. Yeah. Cool. So that's happening tonight and, and, tomorrow, down, night. and tomorrow night. Yeah. But tickets are sold out, so don't even try. Don't even try. <laughs> you could show up out front and just like ask really nicely. Yeah, um, to and sit on the floor. <laughs> to sit on the floor and be told no. Um, but that's mostly for the masochists out there that, you know, that's sort of their thing. <laughs> if rejection's your thing, then come along. Yeah, so that's very exciting and awesome that it's sold out. Yeah. So it's going to be quite popular. Yeah, oh, it's really, really cool. exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. Have you been touring this for a while? Yeah, so we started our first, um, our premiere of this show. The full name, by the way, is Ladylike, a Modern Guide to Etiquette. I should specify that. <laughs> it's very important. Um, but we started this show, uh, we premiered it at the New Zealand International Comedy Festival last year. Um, and that was in Auckland and Wellington. And both places we sold out and added an extra show. It was crazy. Cool. Mm. Um, and then since then we've been to Hastings, Nelson, Wellington again, and Auckland again. And now we're doing it in Dunedin for the first time. And it's just sold like crazy. So we're um, hopefully going to book in a return season at some point later this year as well. Fingers crossed we can make that work. Awesome. Yeah. So how did you come up with the idea for the show? Um, so I originally thought of it as a, a, like a satirical magazine column. That was the first kind of um, version of it. And uh, I wrote it, I started writing it where like, um, it was kind of like a piss take of like the 1950s How to Be a Good Housewife magazines. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was going to do like a different topic every, every issue on, you know, something, something that women are expected to do or something, you know, something that can be taken the piss out of. But um, the magazine that I was going to write it for was a startup and it never got off the ground. So I kind of kept the idea. Um, knowing that it would be a good show and then um, a few years later felt confident enough that I could write it and mm -hmm. yeah and then I brought Lucy on board to direct it which was great because like I needed her to push me to do it <laughs> yeah mm. yeah it was um, it's a very different show to Louise's normal stuff which is stand-up yeah I'm a stand-up comedian so this I, like I've done, um, this is my second one hour solo show. My first um, solo show was called Quarter Life Crisis and that was basically just straight stand up, just me and a microphone and nothing else. Um, and this show is very different, it's like, it's got a lot of kind of physical and interactive bits and it's got a musical number and it's, um, I'm excited for the show tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's uh, definitely got a lot more theatre to it than um, than my previous work. Although that said, uh, my kind of starting uh, my starting point in performing arts was theatre, and mm -hmm. then I moved into uh, stand up comedy, and then I've kind of incorporated some of that like theatre and sketch and improv back into mm. uh, what I'm doing. So mm. yeah, mm. cool. Has it been nice to have like a director that sort of 
I'm guessing that it's not sort of an ordering around relationship, but um, but is it <laughs> nice to have somebody that's like kind of collaborating and working with you in that? Oh, totally. You say it's not an ordering around thing, but I actually prefer when Lucy orders me around. <laughs> <laughs> Because honestly, then I don't have to make decisions myself. I'm like, yeah, that's your responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is definitely like a collaboration between the two of us. Um, Everything is a joint decision. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I'm just like, there's certain things where I can see it and she'll never see it because she's on stage. And I'm just like, no, that doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Most of the shows are collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, it's just been so helpful to, like, Lucy's from a theatre background, um, more so than I am. Uh, she just, she knows more. <laughs> so it's just been so useful to have her kind of um, overseeing the production and, and the creation of the show and just making sure it works together as a whole and that, like, there's, you know, a proper arc there and it all ties nicely together and that we stage it properly for what it is, that we've got, like, kind of the right setup and, yeah, all of the elements work together. That's kind of what Lucy does and I just write the material and and tell it (laughs) (laughs) yeah just (laughs) it's so like because I I I do quite a bit of different kinds of writing and when I get to work with an editor or I get to work with my agent or somebody's chewing on the work with me and I don't I'm being challenged I'm being told this doesn't quite work and you know and then sort of getting to explore some of those things or you know just intellectual work getting to bounce ideas around with somebody like it's just it is so much more fun to get to collaborate with people oh totally and like I think for me it's easier to be creative when I have someone to like throw ideas at and see like I play with people's reactions so if I can tell I can, if I can go to Lucy and be like okay I just thought of something and then tell her and watch her face and like see how she reacts then uh, like without even her saying anything I can sort of decide what it's like <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but but also like uh, Lucy gives great feedback and yeah so we kind of I, I just, uh, I think the show would be terrible without you, honestly. <laughs> I think I'd make all sorts of stupid decisions and have no one there to be like, that's a bad idea, Louise, you shouldn't do that. So <laughs> it's very mm. useful to have her, um, yeah. <laughs> and you said it's a bit like a feminism 101? Yeah, so that was actually, um, <laughs> that was a quote that we got in a review. <laughs> I was going to ask you about reviews and sort yeah. of the reception, because obviously it's very popular, yeah. but sort of how's that reception been to that feminist? aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, I think. Um, We did have a review when we did the show in Wellington from someone who I think was, you know, probably more on the academic side of feminism, and she... Uh, wrote that it, that the show was a little bit Feminism 101, as if that was a bad thing. Mm. And I thought, well, actually, this is a comedy show and it's mm. meant to be accessible, and it, it should... Like, if I made it Feminism 301, no one would come to it, and no one would understand it. It would be yeah. so inaccessible to and the general public. is a cis, straight, white yeah. female. I wouldn't be comfortable directing a show where she's on stage preaching about intersectionality because it's not really her place she talks about her experiences and yeah. talks about them very well and I think like yeah. it's a like, good thing in that mm. that she's owning what she can in that space yeah I like I don't have I don't think I have the skills or experience or the knowledge to be able to go much deeper than just what I experience myself like I can't 
I can't speak on behalf of people of colour or um, or the queer community or anything like that. So, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you're telling people what you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We did see some comments. I think we talked about um, you coming in on the show. What were some of them? Do you remember? There was that, that on the Facebook. You had put some of the different reviews, and there was some random guy who said, "You know, it's really important to think about engaging men." And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, like, <laughs> what? Tell tell a story. Okay, so <laughs> oh my gosh, we. Uh, Okay, so I kind of buried the hatchet on this a while ago, but there was, I'll, I'll, um, I mean, I guess I've used the quote in my publicity, so I should probably be able to talk about it, but, um, so what happened is I applied for the Billy T Award. <laughs> I'm going to tell this story. What's the, what's the, what's the Billy T Award? Okay, so the Billy T Award is a, um, it's an award for like a new talent in the comedy industry in New Zealand. So it's usually aimed at people who have been doing comedy for for like three to five years, and it's it's like the up and comers award. So um, lots of ple- lots of really famous New Zealand comedians have won the Billy T. Um, Rose Masfeo, Guy Williams, uh, Angela Dravid, uh, Ben Hurley, Stephen Wrigley, Justine Smith. Um, who else? There's so many others. Hamish Parkinson. It's it's an annual award. But anyway, so so to be nominated for the Billy T Award, you have to apply for it. And so, um, and it's always very like it's becoming more and more popular. There are more and more new comedians applying every year, which is great. And more and more women applying, which is flipping fantastic. Um, this year, in fact, there are, oh yeah, this um, year, five nominees. In total. Yeah, so there are five nominees pretty much every year, and um, and there have been many years where all the nominees have been men, but this year there are three female nominees. One uh, one act is a duo where one of the um, people in the duo is a woman, and only one single male nominee. Mm. So it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the most ever. Yeah. Um, there are no straight white males nominated. Oh, I guess you could <laughs> count half of the duo, but like, yeah, it's it's so, it's, it's fascinating. Really yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it's really great that it's becoming more diverse. But anyway, this is really getting away from the point <laughs> of the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I applied for the uh, Billy T for, with this show. Uh, with Ladylike, so the idea is that you do your show and the judges will judge it and the best show wins the ability. I applied to be nominated, it's such a process, and I, I did my pitch to the judges about the concept for the show, and I didn't get nominated, and I asked um, the the people who organised the award if I could get some feedback from the judges on my concept, and uh, one of the lines that I received in the email was that direct quote, in the uh, which I've now used in the publicity material was um, and I can't remember the exact words but it's like um, it will be important to think about ways 
of how your show can appeal to a male audience or, or something. Not, not alienate. Not, not alienate, alienate them. them. And I thought, Classic. why? Why the hell? Like, I mean, male comics have been alienating women since, like, the dawn, since of, the time. dawn of time. <laughs> and they do it on a daily basis <laughs> in Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, no, that's not strictly true. I think they're, they're better. I don't know. I have a lot of friends in the comedy industry and um, the, it's come a long way and the men in the industry are, are very decent people on the whole and they're um, definitely, um, you know, I think all of them are pretty um, aware that diversity is important and they're making a concerted effort to um, bring more diverse lineups to the comedy industry. Mm. Um, there are always a few exceptions, but on the whole, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. on the whole, they're pretty, pretty decent humans. Um, but yeah, so so that was some of the feedback that I got on my concept, which I then uh, stewed on for a bit and then added into my publicity material when I ended up doing the show. And that was a whole thing <laughs> that uh, we had meetings about because uh, everyone, like a lot of the other female comedians, saw that in my publicity material and were rightly outraged that I had been given that feedback. And um, it caused a bit of a stir and I um, yeah we, I ended up chatting to the people who organized the award about the feedback and how it came about and I think it was that uh, in the end it had been badly paraphrased by uh, whoever was writing the email from the judges um, so it wasn't a direct quote from the Billy T judges it was just a, a badly paraphrased summary of their feedback I don't know exactly yeah. what it was yeah. I, it, like it sounded you know it, yeah I don't know I, but anyway we kind of left it on a good note and had a great discussion about how um, about why I didn't feel comfortable questioning that feedback at the time and why I sat and stewed on it um, and why I used it as a publicity quote, which, by the way, was an absolutely excellent idea on my part because that is a hilarious <laughs> quote to use for publicity. Oh, it's 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 so it, it, it actually was like the selling point. Yeah. What, by the time I had read through, and then I got to that, and I was like, the fact that this was said, and the fact that she has opted to use this yeah. as publicity, <laughs> I want to I want to see this show. Yeah. I want to hear what she has mm. to say. Yeah. So um, it was really clever. Like I'm I'm <laughs> sort of glad it happened in that sense. Yeah. Um, and it um, sounds like it started a conversation. Too. I think I think the people involved uh, and the people who were responsible for that quote ending up in my inbox were very embarrassed about the situation and apologetic. So um, I accept that. Like people make mistakes, you know. It, yeah. It's not yeah. something. Maybe they should have thought about it better. <laughs> well, Hopefully they will in the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, this is to me like I I I really like stand with you in that sort of. I think generous sensibility of like people make mistakes and when we're talking about social justice or feminism or whatever the thing may be yeah people are gonna mess up and that's a thing yeah as long as they can own it and and accept that they've made a mistake and recognize why what they did was a mistake then then that's fine like yeah but if they had if they had argued their case for that <laughs> quote I would have just been like holy crap guys Come right, on. right. Yeah. Well, there's something to be said too. I think for putting things out in the open. Yeah. You know, like hanging out that piece of laundry and yeah. and just like letting it sort of, but just by putting it out there and letting it sit there. Yeah. It kind of alerts the person who said it to like, oops. 
Yeah. Mm. You know? Um, yeah. And there was some interesting discussion about, like, why did you have to make it public? I'm like, well, why did you even say it in the first place? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you weren't going to stand by it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're going to be embarrassed by it, then it probably shouldn't have been said to me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, <laughs> I am in totally good terms with the people involved now. Yeah, and yeah, we've, yeah. we've sort of, we've resolved it and, um, and moved forward and it's happy days. So, yeah. Great. <laughs> and guys love the show. Like, yeah. They are oh, yeah. Even Talk slightly. About like, I, we do see guys come along who are definitely dragged along. Mm-hmm. Um, who then come up to Louise after the show and just talk about how amazing it was and how much they loved it, which is mm. very cool to break that stereotype. And I feel like every time we do the show, more men show up. Yeah. Which is really cool. cool. And it's definitely like, yeah, it, I, like it's written for women. <laughs> But my God, like so much comedy is written for men and from a men's perspective and women can still enjoy it. So yeah. why can't the other way around work as well? Yeah, you know? yeah. absolutely. Um, Do you take yeah. on masculinity much in the show? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. We have um, a bit at the end where we address uh, kind of like the fragile uh, male ego and being rejected uh, and harassing women. Um, mm. Yeah, so there's there's a little bit there addressing that, um, but it's mostly, um, I'd say, is there, is there another part? You do use the term toxic masculinity. I do, I it, do. But it's um, more of a touch on. Yeah, don't really delve deep into it. It's, and it's um, all done from the more, like the female perspective, yeah. so it's not... Yeah, yeah. The it's female ex- experience of dealing with men like that rather than... Yeah, rather than really talking about, like... The psychology behind that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's mostly... It, yeah, it's mostly done from a female perspective and, like, the expectations that are placed on us and the, the type of uh, routines and roles that we take on. Um, yeah. Yeah, and all the silly things that we do to please men. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah.